When I was in college, I was told I needed at least one internship to have even a remote chance for a job. I was lucky to get three, and one internship even got me my first real-world big girl job. But looking back, I am now quite a few years out of my internship days, and I am still wondering, did I do the best I could? Or did I just get lucky? <laughs> what did I actually get out of this thing? I'm here today talking with two undisputed experts in the field, actual real live past interns to answer the question, how do you do the internship thing? From the bright minds and marketing mavericks at SMPS New York, this is the marketing department. We're a team of marketing and business development professionals, bringing you everyday conversations from a unique industry, architecture, engineering, and construction, or AEC for short. The marketing department is produced through collaboration with SMPS New York, which offers members professional development, leadership opportunities, and marketing resources to enhance their careers. My name is Allie. I'm part of the awesome marketing team at Ware Malcolm, an international design firm. I'm here today with Molly, a senior communications and media manager with CBRE, a global leader in commercial real estate services and investments, and Austin, a marketing assistant with Dewberry, a nationwide engineering and architecture firm. Molly and Austin, how's it going? Hey, Good. Allie. So I'm so glad to have you guys here today. Can you guys share a little intro for yourselves? Sure, yeah, I'll go ahead and lead us off. So I'm Molly. I received my undergrad degree in business administration with a concentration in marketing. And recently, last year, I actually graduated with my master's in strategic communication. And while it seems like I, like, you know, I may have known because of my education, may have known exactly what I wanted to do when I was in search of internships, I definitely did not. Um, what I thought was going to be my end-all be-all, I ended up doing almost a complete switch. So excited to chat with you guys today about that journey. I'm Austin, and like many marketers in this industry, I kind of just fell into it. I went to college for animation and ended up looking for internships at an engineering career fair because I know that a lot of AEC firms use animators to pre-visualize some of their projects. And I ended up scoring an internship with Dewberry and was uh, very fortunate to get to do some of my animation skills here. And then they hired me full-time as a marketing assistant. I love it. I'm so glad to be talking with you guys today. You both have a uh, very... <laughs> Very different stories. Austin, yours, I think, resonates with most of uh, most of the people in this industry. Literally the words, I just fell into it. <laughs> That's how it happens. Very relatable. Well, I want to start out with just a <laughs> big picture questioning the world kind of thing. For you guys, what is the point of an internship? I think it will always depend on who you ask. But thinking back, for me... I think the point of an internship, one, is you get to understand the industry slash industries that you're trying out. You get to learn the jargon 
also just overall corporate decorum, if that's the world that you're going into, understanding yeah. how to interact, how to communicate in the in the workplace. And even though that seems very minor, if that's not an environment you've ever been exposed to as a college student, that can be a really big transition. But also, I think the point of an internship is also it's your chance to fail. Ultimately, with full time jobs, you don't you aren't always afforded the opportunity to try and fail, frankly, without the, the fear of losing your job. Right. And well executed internships are designed to you know, educate you on technical skills, industry skills, as well as develop you just as a professional, which can't be done without trial and error. Austin, what are your thoughts? I think that is absolutely the perfect answer. Um, I would just add, it's really useful in an internship to experience the office environment for the first time uh, in, a, in a low pressure sort of way. It's definitely nothing like school going into an office <laughs> 40 hours a week. To say the least. <laughs> yeah, I distinctly remember my first internship my first it was my first internship i remember sitting down at the desk and thinking to myself i'm gonna sit at this desk for eight hours <laughs> and that was a little terrifying and i was thinking how the how am i gonna fill eight hours typing away out this computer yep yeah i remember before my first day with where malcolm um as an intern they were like do you have any questions for us and again, I had never been really exposed to a corporate environment. So I said, yeah, I mean, so I should just bring in my own laptop, right? Like I need to bring the laptop and everything. And they were like, oh I love no, that. Molly, we will provide you the equipment you need. And for me, I was like, That's oh. amazing. You know, it's like in that moment, I had, I couldn't even imagine the fact that I wouldn't have to bring in my own computer. It was just, you know, I was learning literally from that moment I got hired on how the world works outside of school. <laughs> That's hilarious. Austin, did you have anything like that? Not really. I, I started fully remotely, so we were all kind of figuring That's out right. what that work environment was going to look like at the same time, I think, right in June of 2020. Right. So can you can you explain a little bit of that for context about when you started your internship and how how it panned out for you? I got, I signed the contract to start my full-time internship. I think it was probably around March 6th of 2020. I think if I waited another week, I and, probably and would sixth, have lost the that opportunity. That number matters. That number yeah. matters in this case. <laughs> the day matters there. I think it was the 13th um, when everything started to really shut down. The NBA started it, I think. And they delayed it by about a month and a half, I think, and it moved completely online. So I did that full summer all through the internet and then kept going for eight hours a week the rest of the year. But I met everybody at this company uh, through the screen first. It's a very strange experience. Molly and I are shaking our heads. I, I internships are are awkward and hard enough without adding the the virtual piece of it. I can't imagine starting at a new company and there's just something about meeting something somebody in person 
it's just not the same meeting them online. It's just not to me. I already felt so much anxiety over my first ever. It wasn't even Zoom back then. I think it was still like Cisco. Like we didn't even have really Zoom, right? I feel like Zoom wasn't really around in, I started in 2017 in my internship. And so it was like, we were still, you know, and I was so nervous to get on. It's like, they're going to see my face the whole time. And then that just became the norm. It's just crazy. I can't imagine starting the internship like that. It was interesting. And then I, I ended up coming into the office full-time the following summer and met everybody for the second time basically it was yeah it was helpful to know a lot about them and to have worked with a lot of them already um definitely made the transition to starting here easier but yeah it's surprising um people's whole personality seems different when you're actually there in person so I think you guys dug into this a little bit or started talking about this a little bit. But when you when you applied to the internships, did you know what you wanted? Can you share a little bit on that? It was kind of um, a half cocked idea in some ways, I think. I All I knew is I need an internship for animation and I need to find a way to do that and uh, any opportunity that could maybe get me close was good enough for me. So I had the chance to go to this engineering career conference and I was looking for firms who do previs of their projects. I think it's pretty standard now for AEC firms when they're starting a project to contract out usually or in-house develop a 3D model of what the project would look like. And for my internship, they put me, it was through the marketing department in the New York office, but they put me in touch with our design solutions team, which does 3D modeling and flyovers, simulated flyovers and traffic simulations for projects. So I was able to work with them. I would spend pretty much half of my time with them learning that and the other half doing more standard marketing activities and sort of just learning the proposal business. What's interesting to me about that, and maybe it's different than my perspective, <clears throat> did the, when you applied for the internship, is that what the job was for the internship, which you just described? If so, that is a very, very unique and fortuitous alignment to have that heavy of a graphic role and the proposal role in one no. pre-designed package. No. Okay. Yes. They, so how did that work out? My manager completely helped me out there. She basically tailored the internship to my interests, which was really, really great. So That's amazing. She, well, she made sure that I contributed to the marketing department with whatever they needed, what they requested an intern for in the first place. Uh, they also gave me time to learn what I came here for. So That sounds like a dream internship. That sounds it, pretty it was. good. You look like you're reflecting back like it was a dream, wasn't it? <laughs> I'm very grateful for it. 
Molly, what about you? What was your what was your experience? And same question when you when you applied to the internship, did you know what you wanted? Did you how did it work out for you? Yeah, so no, um, I'm kind of the complete other side of the spectrum. I knew I always knew that I wanted to work in marketing, um, but I thought I I there was no doubt about it. I was going to work in sports marketing, according to younger Molly. I played soccer my whole life. I played soccer throughout my first half of college. I thought that that parallel was just going to reflect directly into my work life. And so there were no ifs, ands, or buts about it. I was going to work in sports marketing. So when it came time around sophomore year of college to get internships, that was the first thing I looked for, just Googling sports marketing internships. And I had the very rude awakening that it's not only an incredibly niche market, but an incredibly competitive market because turns out every other collegiate athlete also wants to work in sports marketing. That's yeah. at least what it felt like in that moment. So I ended up just kind of pivoting to a general marketing internship. And I thought to myself, I can just, you know, gain a little bit of experience in general marketing. Once I beefed up my resume a little bit, I'll be able to be more competitive for these sports marketing internships. But that's not how it turned out because I found my first and only internship with Where Malcolm and ended up loving it so much that I ended up staying for the duration of undergrad and then ultimately transitioned into a full-time role. So no, I didn't, you know, know exactly what I wanted, but it really ultimately worked out in the end because it ended up being exactly what I needed, if that makes sense. Well, it's, it is interesting because you did know exactly what you wanted. Yes. You knew exactly what you wanted. I, yes. I think this is interesting because I feel like this is something that happens to a lot of students that you, well, probably more likely that you don't know what you do and you just fall into something, which is what happened with me. But even if you know what you want to do, it it doesn't end up being what you what you enjoy or it doesn't end up working out for whatever reason. Um, there's just a, a disconnect there, which I think is the point. The internship provided that. Exactly. Whether you knew it or not. <laughs> exactly. You know, there's not there's not really another time in your career where you can explore different industries risk free. And that's the great part about internships is even though I, you know, I think I consider my situation unique because I just stayed at this one for two years. But, you know, it's the opportunity that if you sign a six month internship contract or a three month or a summer internship contract and you end up saying this isn't for me, you have the opportunity to say thank you for everything and then go on to your next opportunity. So um, I yeah. think that's what's really invaluable about internships. Yeah, it's true because you you hear about people that get in their get to mid career and realize or just get fed up and decide it's not the career for them. That's a lot harder move to make than being six months in an, into an internship. Be like, mm, I feel like doing something else. Exactly. Yeah. That's a good observation. I'm also curious if in your pursuit of internships, if you talk to any companies and just got a bad vibe, could you could you tell if there were any bad internship opportunities? I'll start this one off because, yes. So in preparation for our chat today, I decided 
decided to look back at my old email and look at some of the correspondence that I had with different companies and organizations while I was applying for their roles. And I will say it was a different time because Craigslist was often referred to me as a great place to look for jobs and internships. So I did find a lot of correspondence from marketing internships I had applied to on Craigslist. And I mean, there were a lot of red flags right right away. (laughs) But, um, you know, obviously there are obvious red flags. You know, they're how are they speaking to you? How are they responding to you? I had this one gentleman who was performing illicit activities, asking for a marketing intern. And he, you know, in his response said something along the lines of, I'm just really looking for someone to keep me company. So that was an automatic turn off for me. Um, And yeah, and I think now in hindsight, obviously I never would have used Craigslist to apply for marketing internships, but you know, I think there are a lot of really great resources nowadays where students or anyone looking for internships can utilize, whether it's social, like any type of social media platform, but Reddit, especially, or Glassdoor, they have really great opportunities and platforms for people to talk about their experience. Okay, I need to put a pause on this. So I'm I'm a little bit older than you, Molly. I don't know how much older, but I know I'm older than you. But the concept of looking for a job on Reddit blows my mind. Please elaborate. <laughs> Please elaborate. Not not necessarily looking for the job on Reddit, but hearing other people's experiences, um, different subreddits, forums, you know, hey, I applied for this internship at XYZ. Has anybody had any experience? And of course, you know, you have to have common sense and understand it's like Yelp review. Angry people are always louder than happier people, but it is a really good resource to look at for internships, especially as sometimes interns aren't necessarily on Glassdoor as often. That that is that is fascinating. I know. (laughs) Austin, I, I know you're dying to jump in on this, but one second. So this is extra fascinating to me because I was just talking to somebody the other day about uh their their social media presence and different accounts that they have. And of course, we're all exhausted. We got Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, X, whatever. I don't even know what it's called anymore. Uh, TikTok, like you have all these different platforms and they they were the topic of Reddit came up and they said, well, do we want to entertain this? And the person said, no, absolutely not. We are not making a Reddit account. But what you just told me is this person, they need a Reddit account for their company. Because it, it's this, it's the typical scenario that if you're not out there controlling your brand, somebody else is. Yeah, I think it's a double-edged sword. Um, I did work for a company that tried that, and it backfired uh, dramatically. The leadership wanted to take control of the narrative and ended up just getting obliterated. So I think it is a double-edged sword, and you know you have to understand the kind of the vibe and the verbiage you're going to take to it. People aren't going to Reddit for boilerplate canned responses. They're looking for honest, transparent insight. So if you're a company that's willing to give that insight and provide actual answers, then yeah, maybe it is a platform for you. But I would say no for most <laughs> for most reputable companies. Yeah. Interesting. And I will say I was not on the team when this company tried Reddit because I would have said no. This was before my time. <laughs> That's so interesting. Okay. Austin, what are your thoughts? 
I don't remember having a lot of different options to choose from when I was looking for my internship. Fortunately, this one had absolutely everything that I wanted. It was the right location. They had the right opportunity for me and the people seemed pretty good when they interviewed me. So that was all the criteria I used. And I, I want to dig into to because that's a nice segue to what I wanted to talk about next, which is what attracted you to the internship you did choose. But but first I have to ask. Reddit is that if you had to go find out about a company, get reviews, honest reviews about what it's like working at a company. Where would you go? Actually, I think Reddit is a pretty good resource for anything. You guys are blowing my mind. Honestly, um, since you ask, if you add Reddit to the end of any search, you will find a dedicated forum for exactly what you're looking for with a ton of people who you can't verify it, but they will claim to be experts in exactly what you need. So um, I think that's always a good tool. And then, that of course, amazing. of course, LinkedIn. All of those anonymous social media websites have millions of weirdos, but <laughs> to say um, the least, <laughs> they also have exactly who you're looking for in many cases. That is that is absolutely amazing. So really quick, just just for a little bit of context, uh, I'm a millennial. Millennials. I'm on the cusp. I was 97. <laughs> And so depending on what you look up, I am a millennial or a Gen Z. So zillennial, I guess. I think I identify more as a Gen Z mm. than a millennial, but it also depends on the day. I'm definitely Generation Z. Yeah. 99. That is that is amazing. Austin, you were talking about when you uh, interviewed for the internship that there were things that sold you on, that this was the one. Can you explain a little bit? And, and again, thinking of other people when students, when they're trying to find internships, what are the green flags? Basically the opposite of the qu other question. What are the green flags when you're looking for an internship? Right. Well, when I applied, I explained my situation and exactly what kind of program that I was looking for. And my interview, I met up with the head of internships. I'm, I'm not sure what the title was, but uh, the person who manages all the internships for my company and my future manager. Those are the two people who interviewed me. So my manager explained to me how she could make the internship suited to the skills that I wanted to develop, which at the time was animation, and also explained what my role would be as an assistant or as a as a marketing intern. So based on that information, I decided that uh, it was a perfect fit for me. Molly, what about you? Yeah, I there are a few things that I distinctly remember that were kind of huge green flags for me. One was the actual physical working environment that I of the office that I walked into. Mm. Um, 
sharing another red flag that I had. I had an interview for a marketing internship for a company. I didn't know when I went in for the internship, this is what they did. But again, a lack of research on my part. They were one of those companies that you would pay $1,000 and they would they would wipe out your student debt. And it was so they were a scam. Um, and when I walked into the building, it was a huge, crowded, messy call center environment. And while some people are able to thrive in that environment, I knew I wasn't, I knew that wasn't for me. And so right away, that was a red flag. So walking into where Malcolm's office, it was clean, it was inviting, everyone was nice, and it was very professional. And I, you got good vibes as soon as you walked in. I, my gut, I was trusting my gut in that moment, and I felt really comfortable. All of the interviews were with various managers, the head of marketing, and all of them were so personable. All of them were so kind. And even though I had absolutely zero workplace experience, they were interested in my responses. And even though I felt like such a fool trying to, you know, talk about adversity, adversities I had faced as a server, because that was the only job I had ever had, they were genuinely, you know, interested and genuinely captivated by what I was saying. So that gave me confidence in their management style and their kind of just ability to be a good team member. And also, which is kind of just a side note, but for me, it was really special at the time that the entire marketing team was led by women. That was something especially, you know, I had never been in the corporate world, but the only rhetoric that I'd ever really heard was like, you know, women have it harder in leadership. It's a harder management path. So it was really special for me to sit down with three women that were in a leadership role and understand like that could be my future as well. So there was just green flag after green flag after green flag. And I really like felt positive about what the environment I was going into. I love that you bring that up too, because I think at the point that I was looking for internships, that was still not, obviously as a, as woman, it's something that I think about, but it wasn't it wasn't quite uh, as typical of something that you you yeah you put on the plate, but it is something that thinking about hiring managers that are listening to this, it's it's true. You hear nowadays, oh, everybody looking for jobs wants to hear about your sustainability uh, uh, capabilities and diversity and women in leadership, and does that really matter? And yes. <laughs> It does. does. <laughs> yes, if you want to create environments, you know, that are sustainable for the employees and create pathways that are realistic, the employees need to see themselves in the leadership positions, no matter what that may be. And so that was really big for me and something that I don't know if they understand how big of an impact that had, but that was one of my main decisions main you know deciding factors was that I was going to be led by a group of like strong women I think it's interesting that you're how you knew it was the right internship and and what you were both looking for whether you knew what you were looking for in the internship it, it very much aligned Austin you you were intentional about finding a place that had the you know that met the criteria that you were looking for and what drew, drew you most to the position was that they were willing to make the job work for you, which is, is fantastic for any internship to not have it be cookie cutter. 
I think a lot of internships, you really, you just want somebody to help with some administrative tasks, but it's not, you know, they can turn out to be not really good internships because they're not benefiting the intern any more than just giving them exposure to the office environment. And Molly, I loved what you said about just the culture vibed with you and it didn't, it, it did matter what you were doing, but what really drew you in and captured you was that it was just such a nice cultural fit and the environment was someplace that you could see yourself enjoying and that you knew you'd be valued. I, I think that's really, really great. Yeah, no, that was big, especially because I didn't know anything about the industry, really. Like the AEC industry was, it was all Greek to me. So yeah. having that comfortability with these interviewer, interviewers already, I felt comfortable going into an industry that I was totally new to. Yeah. Which, speaking of that, what what was the most challenging part of your internship? I know anybody going into the AEC industry, learning all the terminology and the uh, what the heck this is and learning the blueprints aren't called blueprints anymore. It's very disappointing. What was what was the hardest part for you? For me, the hardest part, aside from, yeah, technical industry knowledge, which, you know, that is it's a learning curve forever, really. You know, industries are always evolving and you hear a term and you're like, oh, I've never heard that one before. And then that suddenly it's all over the place. But for me, it was navigating the landscape of being an intern. I often used the term a lot when I was talking to leadership or working with leadership or anybody that wasn't an intern saying, oh, you know, I, I'm just an intern. And I was, mm. again, lucky enough to where executive leadership, C-suite leadership would hear me and say, you're not just an intern. You know, they were they were really great leaders that wanted to make sure I knew my value. And so it was kind of finding that balance and understanding for me that you know, you are surrounded by industry experts and like subject matter experts, you know, you do have a lot to learn from them, but you also bring a lot of value to the table. So it was challenging for me to like find my confidence and know my worth while still like being a sponge and soaking everything in. That was a, that was a hard line to find for me. It also sounds like another green flag for your internship that you may not have realized when you were going in, but definitely found out while you were there that the company did not view you as just you know, somebody that's going to be here for a couple months and then leave. They valued that you were bringing in new ideas and fresh ideas. I think that's another one that is sort of the rhetoric around internships, but is it really, is it really true for companies at their core? And I think the right internships, it really is. Absolutely. They're open to, they're open to hearing your ideas and how you do things and you come in from a complete, well, you don't come in from a completely ge different generation, but you could come in from a completely different perspective, new ways of doing things. You're involved with the next generation of our customers, our clients. So it's it's interesting to, to hear that. Austin, what about you? I would agree that figuring out your level in the hierarchy is kind of a challenge. I think so much of marketing mm. for professional services is about coordinating and requiring items from the engineers, which mm. is a challenge for everybody. Um, but when you are at the absolute lowest rung of the company, it can be even tougher to get their attention and set deadlines for them. But that's also an opportunity to learn how to effectively 
deal with people that way. And um, another really big challenge was my internship starting completely remote. Um, like I said, it was it was challenging to uh, break the ice with uh, a lot of the new faces when I was meeting them and working with them entirely through the screen. And um, you know that might also be because they were engineers. So <laughs> no, sh we don't we don't talk bad about engineers on the podcast. <laughs> okay, we no, well, <laughs> well, it, I to continue what you're saying. You're also dealing with people who are more senior at the company, but also people that are just older. To be frank, people that did not grow up in front of screens like we did, and that's not talking to somebody virtually like that as uncomfortable as as it was maybe for some people at the start of COVID, definitely not anymore while pros at it. Imagine for them that that was in no way, shape or form how they anticipated doing business 24 seven. So I think that the, just like you said, getting to know them and breaking the ice was an extra challenge. I can definitely see that. The other piece, just like you both said earlier when we were asking what's the value of an internship, it's getting used to the corporate environment and you didn't have that. Did you? No, not really. When I actually finally showed up here in person is when it first dawned on me that the office is a real place that exists. I love that. <laughs> not just it's not just a sitcom thing do you think you would now if you had to go do an internship either one of you do you think you would be happy doing an internship that was fully remote i don't think so for myself i actually my previous position i worked fully remote i worked like while the rest of the team was pretty much on site oh, and interesting. while i enjoyed it because it gave me a lot of personal freedom um, you know, my days freed up a little bit more. I wasn't chained to a desk all day. I can't imagine going through an internship that way. I feel probably the most valuable thing of my internship was the personal connections that I made and the interactions that I had, which really allowed me to really learn office decorum again. And you know, there's so much, there's such a big discrepancy between Zoom and physical interactions. And so I can't, I don't think I would be, I don't think I would find myself very successful in a hmm. remote internship. Interesting. And Austin, I, we have your feelings on it. <laughs> yeah. You thought it was super fun, right? <laughs> I just personally feel, I start to feel isolated if I'm working remotely for too long. So I would definitely need the office and yeah, the, the biggest benefit from the internship was learning how to meet people and make professional connections and figure out how to develop a professional relationship with somebody where you can start to get people to see you as a professional and work with you that way. I also think as an intern, you are evaluating every part of this company, right? As you decide if this is something you maybe want to pursue full time after graduation. 
And a big part of that, if it's important to you, is the culture of the company. And as companies have found, it's incredibly difficult to accurately portray your culture virtually. You know, we all got so sick of virtual happy hours when for me, <laughs> when for me, like some of like my favorite times in the office were when we had ho- office happy hours, right? But a virtual happy hour, you couldn't pay me now, you know? And so it's really important, I think, for an intern to be in that space. If you are going to be working in that for that company and you're invested in, you know, growing and developing within that company to really fully understand the in-office environment. I definitely agree with having a a hybrid work workforce. There are days that you need to be heads down doing your job, but there's so much value in sitting next to somebody and having a personal connection with them and just being able to have a natural interaction with them, especially early in your career, especially as an intern. I just can't fathom going through what you went through, Austin. Mm. I probably would have gone back to school. I can't, I really can't imagine. And, you know, now that I am a little later in my career, I'm still early on. I'm, you know, I'm by no means like a senior professional, but I definitely see the value of remote work, hybrid work, and then fully in office work. I loved remote work because at that point of my life, it was exactly what I needed. But, you know, now I'm at a different point in my life where I am, you know, valuing connections more. At one point, you know, maybe my priority was just a paycheck, right? And that may not always be ideal, but sometimes that's the reality is, you know, at this point in your life, you have different different priorities. And if your priority is to find long-term value and long-term growth in a company, that time in office, I do think is crucial in developing those connections and those relationships. I do want to kind of dig in on more of the internship experience. Was there anything in your internships that you found surprising or anything that you would have done differently in hindsight? The most surprising thing for me truly was the connections that I formed with my coworkers and professional like colleagues. They say, you know, they'll tell you in college, like, you know, it's a time to network, it's a time to form connections, but I never truly understood the value of that until my time in my internship. Um, Again, I feel very lucky because the team was so incredible and the leaders that we worked with or that I worked with, um, everyone was so supportive, but those professional and personal connections that I formed are invaluable to me. I treasure them constantly. And I know that that's not something a lot of people have in internships. You know, you hear horror stories of, you know, just quick internships that were just quick turnovers and, you know, their boss never really even knew their name, you know? And so I, it really surprised me how much value I was going, that how much value I found from the connections that I made. Yeah. And based on your, your gut feelings when you're doing the interviews, it also manifested early on that that was going to be something that you could get out of that internship so exactly it's great i think my biggest surprise is that i really did sign up to come in and stay here in this office for eight hours every day it love that it's surprising how big of a change it is Mm mm-hmm 
Is it normal now? You've been there for a while, so. I've been here for about two years now. And, and do you find enough stuff to fill your eight hours? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe just barely, right? <laughs> I have never gotten fully caught up. There's always more stuff to do. Something I'm surprised neither of you said was, given your perspectives and what you shared earlier, was how valued your voice was at your company. Because when you said that earlier, I know that was something that I found pleasantly surprising in some of my internships was that I had a, a CEO, a president of a company at one of my internships. We were in an all-hands meeting and he turned to me and said, well, what do you think about what we just said? So, oh, me, the, the intern? Yeah, I think that just, it's so important to find those environments where you know you'll feel comfortable or where you know your voice is valued. Um, those are, you know, obviously harder to tell right off the bat when you're searching for an internship, but I think you can kind of gauge that in your interviews, you know, and understand how they're reacting to what you're saying. Are they actively listening or are they just hearing what you're saying? There are some flags you can pick or some, um, signs you can pick up while you're, you know, in your interviewing process to make sure, because I just think it's so important Unfortunately, I think there are so many internships out there that are truly just a revolving door of, you know, you're in there for six weeks to bulk up your resume and then you're out and all you've done is, you know, some maybe file work and coffee runs, which, yes, are very important to the everyday of the business, but you're not truly getting a lot of value out of that. And I think companies know that as well. So really just evaluating what these companies are trying to get out of these programs is super important. Because if they are truly trying to grow their talent pipeline or, you know, develop you as a professional, they are going to turn to you in an all hands and say, well, Ali, what do you think? Or Austin, you know, we'd love to hear your perspective on this. Because they truly care and they want to get something out of your presence just as you want to get something out of theirs. And thinking high level beyond just your internship experiences, but things you've you've learned from colleagues and peers are internships good could they be better what would make them better or what would what would have made your internship better i think internships are really great it's an excellent opportunity to just learn about what your professional working life is going to be like what your shortcomings are and what your skills are and i i didn't get an answer for how they could be better your internship was too good it was, no room it for was too good, unfortunately. Make sure you send this to your manager. <laughs> oh, I'd echo that. I also, I don't have any, again, I just had a very positive internship experience. I had one internship and it was the best internship I could have asked for that led me into a full-time position that set me up for an incredible career. So in all, I think that internships can be incredible development tools, but just like anything when they're utilized correctly. I noticed a lot of my classmates throughout college, it I it was intimidating because I would always hear them talking about, oh yeah, I have three internships lined up this summer, you know, but oh, they're only four weeks long or they're five weeks long. Or I, you know, I had three internships last summer and, you know, whatever, even going through the intern, like at where Malcolm, other interns that would come in and go through, 
it was, I was like, wow, they're getting so much experience, right? They're really yeah, bolstering their incredible. resume. Three in one summer. Because they were short and they were quick. But in hindsight, I question how much these people got out of these quick internships, these rotating doors, mm. and really, you know, asking themselves, why are they doing the internship? Is it simply so that they can put, you know, a big four company on their resume? Mm. Or is it to actually gain experience? And I think that's a really important question to ask for anybody that's looking for internships. Why are you doing this? Are you doing it because your professor is telling you? Or are you doing it because you know that it's going to benefit you in the future? Because it's important, you know, time is so valuable. And even if it's a six-week internship or it's a six-month internship, you have to take advantage of your time and, like, make those connections and build real experience that you can talk to and um, work off of in the future. You know, your resume, they say, is what gets you in the door sometimes. But that's not always the case. And also being able to sit down in an interview and talk about a real life experience that you had in this internship is way more important than saying, oh, yeah, I did. I interned at this company for a summer. And then they ask, oh, what did you learn? Um, You know, that's then they come up blank and they can't think of any actual valuable experiences in their internship because they were just so focused on getting a, a number of experiences in the summer getting those brand names on their resume. Yeah. And you actually, you gave me a great question if I ever inter- interview an intern is what do you want to get out of this internship? Because I think totally. it's a telling question. For both parties too. Like, you know. Do they know also... what they want? Are they an Austin or a Molly? <laughs> exactly. And it also gives, you know, the intern or the future intern the question to, to flip that off to the hiring manager. Mm. Well, what, what do you want out of me as an intern? You know, are you looking to just, you know, have someone Xerox and get coffees? Or are you looking to actually develop your talent pipeline and create professional, you know, and develop professionals that can someday work in the industry and better your company or better the industry as a whole? I'm trying to decide <laughs> which would be a worse answer to what do you want out of for the company to just respond, what do you want out of this internship? Would it be for them to not have an answer and not know, or to say, we want you to run copies and get coffee? Oh, if, they, <laughs> if they don't know, I would run. I appreciate the, the transparency. Yeah, exactly. If they don't know, I'd run for the hills because it's like, okay, so what am I going to do my first day? You don't even know yet, yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. But so I think, I think it's important too for companies to actually ask themselves, why are you doing this? Because these interns will not be interns forever, right? They are your future managers. They're your future C-suite execs. And if they had a really negative internship with you when they were in college, that's going to stick in their head for a really long time. And, and you know- worse, it's going to go on Reddit. Yes, it's going to go on Reddit. It's going to go on Glassdoor. It's going to spread through the industry. So I think if I could give any advice really to an HR hire or a hiring manager that's considering implementing an internship program or reevaluating their internship program to evaluate why you're doing it in the first place. That's actually a great question. What advice would you give kind of flipping the script? What advice would you give to people hiring interns? 
Molly, you gave a great example. Is why are you doing this? What is your intrinsic motivation for having an internship program? Is it that you think you should because it looks good on your company page, or do you have a real reason for doing it? Austin, what are your thoughts? What advice I'd give to a hiring manager? Yeah. I would say one of the big issues that these younger people need help with as they enter the workforce is the social engagement side of things. Um, that's a way that a lot of my generation is stunted. So I think a really good resource for an in internship program is putting the interns in touch with each other. My company, mm. which has offices all over the country, had us doing um, a virtual workshop every week where we could all meet up and talk about our experiences. But besides that, making sure that the intern gets to interact with as many other employees as possible. If you are just getting coffees and running reports, then that can be very isolating, I think. But um, we need to learn how to speak professionally and dress right for the job. And an internship is a great way to, to get that first exposure for all those things. I love it. What do you think about unpaid internships? Should oh, interns thank you be for paid? bringing this up. Thank <laughs> you for bringing this up because I've been waiting. You don't have so. strong feelings about this, do you? <laughs> that is something I'm unsure if they're still really relevant or if they're still present in the industry because obviously I haven't looked for internships in the past seven years. But I think that if any hiring managers are listening to this and you are considering posting that job for an unpaid internship, turn around and reconsider your entire decision on hiring interns because free work is not okay in any way, shape or form. And people, if you want people to understand, if you want these students to understand the real world of the corporate world or the professional services world or whatever world they're entering into, they will never be doing free work. And so I think it's it's a really bad look for companies offering unpaid internships. And it's I think it's really it's what gives internships a bad name. You know, it's what interns it, it's what makes interns have that intrinsic doubt about their value is because they're not getting paid like the rest. And it also gives the opportunity of mis unequal treatment and mistreatment. So I think that unpaid internships should frankly be illegal. <laughs> I don't think, I just don't really, I'm, I can't imagine a situation where an unpaid internship is, is fair. I love that answer. I've always thought that they were an absolute scam. So I would agree. <laughs> yeah, that was the unfortunate reality for a lot of sports marketing internships that I was looking into is because, oh. and that's, they're prevalent in very competitive industries because companies know like, oh, people want to do this, so they will do it unpaid. And I also think it's it's a good opportunity to talk about how internships can be discriminatory to certain communities because a lot of people, yes. you know, myself, I financially supported myself the entire way through college. So I was 
physically unable, financially unable to accept any unpaid internships. And I know that there are tons of other people in my position and in worse positions, and it puts these communities that are unable to afford working for free at a disadvantage and giving a leg up. And it's completely um, unintuitive to any like DEI equity efforts that are going Absolutely. on in a company. Yeah, that's a really good point. You don't want your your pay to keep somebody who's incredibly qualified and could be a, an incredible team member to, to your future workforce for them to not apply and not be part of your company because you're not paying. Exactly. That's great. Well, in closing, I just have one final question. Is there any other advice that you would give interns, potential interns, who are looking for something up coming up this summer? I would say keep your uh, mind open for any opportunities that you can see inside of the company. Think about the different groups and careers that are available there, even if your internship wasn't like mine and they weren't just throwing whatever you asked for at you. Um, Aim for the stars. Think about, yeah, not just what the marketing group is doing, but maybe you're interested in seeing what the communications group does for work. And while you're an intern and your job description is the most fluid it will ever be, you can find any opportunity that you look for, I think. And um, also think about how the industry works too, not just at your company, but ask questions about what the landscape is like out there. Like what does the full career for a marketer in engineering, how does that usually turn out? And how does it vary amongst different places where your, your coworkers have been before? I think you nailed it. And just to add on to that, don't be afraid to ask questions at all. You know, utilize this really unique opportunity that you have in your career to really just be a complete sponge. You know, as an intern, you may be lower on the totem pole, but that also means, you know, people have more leeway with you. You know, so say yes to projects, say yes to joining committees, make the most out of your time and don't be afraid to fail because. It's a lot, I, I can guarantee that you will much rather fail or have an unsuccessful task or project initiative in your internship and learn from it and use that in your full-time career rather than not take any risks while you're an intern and then get to your full-time career and feel that added pressure because it's just such an incredible opportunity and you know, don't be afraid to also ask for more responsibility. If you feel you're up for it and you feel, you know, that you can add more value, don't be afraid to ask for it. The worst that they can say is no. And then maybe that's your sign that your time with that company has run its course and it's time for you to look for a new internship. So don't be afraid to ask questions and utilize every opportunity that comes on your plate because it probably won't happen again once you're out of college. <laughs> yeah. I love that last one you said, especially about asking for more responsibilities. I, I would love for someone to ask me for more responsibility. <laughs> I would ask, did I not give you enough? Really? Well, let's do this. I just need to have to be interns, full-time team members. Yeah. Ask away. 
Seriously. I mean, that was probably the biggest lesson I learned. I mean, my internship started six months. I was on contract for six months. And as that fifth month came up, I was enjoying it a lot. And I was vibing really well. I was working really well with my manager. And I just ended up infinitely extending. And with those extensions also came me saying, I want, you know, I'd like to step in on this team, or I'd like to help out more with this initiative. And it just gave me so much experience that was invaluable once I graduated. That's fantastic. Well, Austin, Molly, thank you guys so much for joining me. I, I'll say it again. I'm so impressed with both of you guys. I was not pretty sure I was not anywhere near as put together as you guys. You've had some fantastic perspective and beyond just my mind being blown about the Reddit thing. This has been a great conversation <laughs> to have with you guys. Thank you so much. It yeah, was this great. was so fun. Thanks, Allie. If you have any feedback, questions, ideas, a great story, or just want to get involved or be part of an episode, email us at themarketingdepartmentpodcast at gmail.com. Make sure to like, review, and follow us wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening to The Marketing Department.